You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, audio listener, welcome to the Bomb Squad podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Ooh. Holy crap, No, no, we were Ryan got it. Ryan killed the bug. Actually, I think there was a fly. And Ironically, you've turned into a cockroach. How many times now? <laughs> this is true. Just throwing that out there. Oh, I hate bugs. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Bomb Squad. I'm Dan Stacy, and you're about to witness my nerdy family and I use silly voices and exploding dice to tell a good story. I wanted to breathe for you. Thank you. <laughs> Did it work? I yeah, know. I was able to go a little you bit finished it. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. Uh-huh. True. I feel good about it. Yeah. Alright. Uh, thank no, you. No, no, not like that. Oh. No. Like what? Oh, okay. It's like Aslan. I don't know, like you, you just BBC be- Aslan breathing on you. No, no exhaling on anyone. That defeats the purpose. <laughs> just kind of breathe and oh, Right, we're playing a fantasy you. game. Magic ex- describes everything. Okay. Anytime you say BBC, I just can't. I have to say I that. promise you. All right, anyways. I find any countries in the cupboards lately. <laughs> One announcement I forgot to mention. We finally, well, Kristen... Got a chance to finally paint the tokens. Oh, go. Flip it. They're okay. like. <laughs> they're they're like, like, I was reading a great mustache on the back. <laughs> so, very sexy. Thank you, great mustache. Thank you, Kristen. Dan, family channel here. I don't know about that. Hey. <laughs> Just say it like it is. <laughs> ding, ding. So. Uh, what's your uh, oh, what's right your ahead. note on the RPG MRE of the, the session? The note on the MRE RPG of the day is that remember <laughs> this was a as you can see it's gone gone, um, but it was a higher if, if I was just to make it myself, it would be and I haven't calculated out the calories, but I have a feeling it would be somewhere probably around six six hundred calorie um, shake the way I do it, so. But you may be fat. That is a hefty shake. Well, if it was, no, not each what you guys said was not. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I no, mean, I have extra calories. 300 calories. Apparently. I mean, so, <laughs> what you guys said was probably like 150, maybe. 
If that. Oh, well, then I'll have another. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Except that's the But <laughs> point, point being is that even though it'd be higher in calories, because of the fat content, because you're talking you've got almonds, which are a phenomenal source of healthy fats, along with organic peanut butter, which I'll just point out, although I like the fake peanut butter better, <laughs> organic peanut butter is technically better because it really doesn't have any sugar in it. And I could actually point you to a video. If you check out the video, the link will be in the description when it comes out. You can learn more about organic yeah. peanut butter. And how to stir it. <clears throat> and how not to stir it. <laughs> but seriously, because of that, because of the fat content, it's going to actually help satiate your appetite so you won't be hungry as fast. Awesome. Tuck that one in your back pocket there. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing Kronk back every episode. <laughs> What's that? Kronk's coming Tuck. out every episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Then we shall drive into another Kronky episode of Bomb Squad. You guys are crazy. <laughs> we dive back in. <laughs> to the next episode. Oh, no, we no, did we that already. No, we already did that. Yeah, it's, not fu- it's only funny the first time. Uh-huh, I did that the uh-huh, first the time? <laughs> I yeah. did that already? <laughs> Just this last episode. Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> it's already gone. Oh, Getting late. man, here we go. Okay, <clears throat> so where we left off, you guys had survived <clears throat> barely, some of you throwing up, Others of you emotionally altered by the party at Tiri's. And um, after talking with our Kiro and learning some of the things that his people have discovered, and uh, uh, Ingrid had a chat with her, uh, her special friend that nobody knows about, and uh, you guys decided after hearing also about the letter from Tiri's husband, hearing what's going on with Nikaya, um, you guys decided to go along with Arkiro. Demeter <laughs> is headed back to his homeland, yet despite Arkiro's- like, Here's much to his chagrin. Yeah, constant attempts to say no, going no. going along, right? <laughs> he tried, but uh, 
all are going because Nori needs his stuff. Um, in Ingrid's cart. In Ingrid's cart, yeah. <laughs> Pocket dimensions. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are headed off, middle of the night. Uh, Tiri's not feeling too good, so she's resting in Ingrid's bed. Um, who wants to drive the cart for the night? I was just going to say, why can't we put it on autopilot? <laughs> the mule <laughs> thing we see you. It just starts going in circles. <laughs> <laughs> the left side of its body's a little bit faster than the right, so it just... <laughs> Every once in a while, it tries to go for like a fly or something, like it's trying to shoot out his tongue and it just... Nothing happens. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed. Good luck. All right. <laughs> Nori says, you know what? <clears throat> I feel really well rested for some reason. I'll drive the car for a while. <laughs> so you guys want to all take a rest? Yes, please. I will. Arcaro. I'm gonna stay up with Nori. With Nori? Okay. Yep. Awesome. I think then a couple things are gonna happen and then we'll roll some things for travel. Uh, first, I think, well, actually, do you want to discuss anything with Nori, or do you, are you just, uh, keeping an eye out for things? I think I would like, because he had some ideas about kind of what he needed to make and what he wanted to do in terms of, uh, to help out, and I think I wanted to know that information. Okay. I would say Arkira was very curious about that, wanting to be able to study that and like, why do we need glass? Why do we need those yeah. types of things? And so being able to kind of question him about that, just some type of a, a knowing, just kind of need to know type of a thing. Yeah, and sure. So, and also probably a making sure he doesn't escape. <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I need you to stay still. <laughs> just a little bit. You couldn't fly, so you're committed to stay right, for the next right. month. Yep. But I'm like, I'm walking against the, like, with the cart, and, like, we're probably at the same height. Oh, yeah. Not. I'm still taller. And... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think you're a little taller, yeah, for sure. Because it's, it's a cart. It's just like a gypsy cart for a mule to pull, so it's not right. very high not off very the high. ground. So, um, yeah, do you want to RP it, or you just want to say <laughs> you kind of chatted with him? Is there anything? Um, totally up to you. Nori's always willing to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly are we going? Well, to start, we're going to the port town of Druce, which you would probably know um, because there's the mountain spine going through Rinbreath. This is That's the continent you're on right now, and you're on the west side of the mountains. Right. Janae and I are working on a map. Well, mostly I'm working on it, and Janae's trying to help me be on top of things. We will eventually have a map, hopefully, of the world. Um, but so the mountain goes through there. You either take a mountain pass, there is a mountain pass, but you have to go farther up north because the goblins control the southern part of the mountain. And then you have to cross the desert to get to the free port cities. That's where the main shipping in and out to your, your side of the known world, yep. far east. Um, the other way is there's some port towns up to the north, but you guys are much closer to the south where you are. And there's only one because the Rinbreve and Oral Reeve are connected with that isthmus. There's only one real spot because the goblins control everything there. There's one town that's like under martial law, basically, that uh, keeps trade moving through, but everything moves through there. It's kind of small because they, they keep it controlled, um, 
by a strong military force there. But that's the only port town it takes. They're small ships that take you then around the coast up to the free port cities where you can then find a ship that can take the longer voyage to your your island homes. Yeah. So, so we're headed to Druze. Uh, it's really the only option, honestly, unless you want to walk across the desert or you want to go like the long way up. Nobody wants to do that. We want to take the quick way. And yes, I know flying would be faster. Indeed. But I need my stuff. And also, we, I'm, now I'm thinking, I'm not sure. Do you have any ideas on exactly what your, your people are looking for here? I mean, I have an idea, you know, I helped them put together the, uh, the original thing. <laughs> From what I understand, we are looking for a specific spyglass, a telescope of sorts. Mm. The skies are changing and we need to know why. We need to see different types of light, different color. We mm. need to know where it is coming from. We do not have engineers and inventors of your caliber. Well, nobody does, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, all right, I definitely have it. See farther, see different things. Hmm, interesting. I've had uh, some recent experience with some new technologies that I think we could uh, possibly utilize to help with this. What kind? Um, it's hard to describe. But um, it has some very interesting properties. I'm kind of uh, reverse engineering it right now. I've been able to figure out a few things, but I think we could kind of incorporate some of this uh, into it. Uh, we, we also, I came into uh, a little collection of Athar, which is gonna help things, I think. Indeed. And then uh, I think we gotta get some of that glass. It's a very specific glass that I use. Uh, probably some diamonds, too. Is this glass in Druze as well? Possibly, there might be a merchant there. It's not a large chance that, you know, they keep a tight control there with, you know, the mess that is the South. <laughs> I do not feel comfortable going so close to a place that is dangerous. I need to keep you safe. Well, that's very kind of you. I've been around trouble a while. <laughs> but, uh, some say I am trouble. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I think we'll be fine. It's a very strong military presence. It just means there's not a lot of merchants. All we gotta do is find a boat. They're going in and out of there all the time. There's a few possible locations I've heard rumor of where there's some more of that, the, this glass forming from some volcanic activity that we could possibly hit up. Don't know what would be going down around there. We'll definitely find out more at Druze. Um, the other option, of course, is there's definitely gonna be somebody in the Freeport cities that has some of this for sale. It's just a question of, do we want to take the risk ourselves and go get it, or do we want to spend some, spend some uh, gold to get it? Well, unfortunately, gold is not something I do have. Well, these guys uh, come into a little windfall, so we'll see what we can uh, get out of them. I might have a few in my pocket. But, on the other hand, raw, pure, naturally formed, before, you know, all those merchants get their hands off, that's going to be even better. Might be a little risky, but we'll see. Let's see what happens when we get there. We'll go with there. Indeed. We'll make some fun things. However, hmm? at the smallest sign that you are not safe, I am taking you myself. Hmm. Well, why didn't you take me from the party? You know how dangerous it is there. <laughs> I mean, come on. 
If a woman wants to marry me off, for goodness sakes. Gods. Doesn't everybody want you? Well, everybody wants. It's just not, it's a matter of actually trying to make it happen. There's desire and there's action. That woman's a woman of action. (laughs) She's asleep, right? He looks back in. (laughs) Cherry's asleep right now. (laughs) Indeed. Well, I will follow you wherever you need me to go. Excellent. We'll have some fun. These guys are great. They're really cool. Trust me. If you say so. (laughs) I do. And you guys take off. Meanwhile, I think we're going to go to Iliad. Iliad. You push your big ear. Who has an ear? Oh, no, you're going to get it back again. (laughs) Let him hear. Sorry. Iliad, you, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Laugh track into the... Oh, there it is. (laughs) Cue laugh track. Okay, Iliad. So, you guys are all set up in the the cart. Uh, I think Brick's legs are hanging out the back. You're just on the floor. Um, Tiri's in the bed with Ingrid, probably. You guys share bed. You're small, and it's a pretty good-sized bed. Malik's got his little cushion, and Iliad has his hammock amidst the toadstools. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like uh, my feet are dangling out the back. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yours are up high, because you're in the hammock up above, and then bricks are down below. <laughs> I like that. Um, so as the, the cart swaying, overstuffed with more food than you could ever remember eating, um, in a long time, you drift off to sleep, thinking of those sweet, sweet pies. Maybe, maybe the, the strange girl in a strange chair that wouldn't leave you alone, bringing you all these sweets, pancakes covered in syrup. Mmm. Uh, just more food than you could ever eat, and the gentle bumping of Ingrid's wagon, uh, and the... Uh, not so musical notes of Nori's mumbling outside, but the more the more gentle rumble of our hero's voice maybe kind of puts you to sleep. Um, but your sleep is unrestful. You have um, strange nightmares, mostly starting out being smothered in pies and drowning in syrup, like you're this tiny creature getting falling into it. But the, the kind of goofiness of that starts to wear away as, as the, it fades into this, just this sense of being chased in the dark. As you stumble blindly, slowly through this world of darkness, it starts to take shape as if shadows are falling away and you find yourself in the streets of your early roguish career. Uh, though skewed from dreamscape, you know, how you see it and you know it's supposed to be those towns you grew up with, grew up in, but it it doesn't look the same because it's this dream. And the whole time, you you can't tell what's chasing you, but you know, even though you can't see it, that it glows with a fierce light. And you fear that if you're caught, you'll be exposed, utterly naked, in the bright light, nowhere to hide. 
You dare to look back in a moment and you catch a glimpse of the horror or to try and catch a glimpse of the horror, but your next step finds no purchase and you fall. For a moment, it feels as if you will fall for an eternity. But slowly, the feeling of falling changes to a weightlessness. And then you realize you're beneath the water again. And that light that had pursued you is above the surface. Do you dare to look at it? I must. All right. And as you look up, still drowning, you feel yourself being pulled down into the water. And you're trying to swim, but you feel like your legs, legs are made of lead. You see that silhouette of your parents holding hands again. And just before the, um, this, uh, sorry, you see that silhouette and it, it slowly takes that shape into a bird again. What do you do? Am I able to start swimming? Do I feel like I'm? Yeah, you can, can try. Progress. Mm -hmm. Roll your might. I can't remember might. Mm. It's just the agility, right? Yeah, you might not have any might. Sorry, I don't have yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think so. 16. 16, all right. Yeah. You're struggling and you feel almost like you're making progress. You start to pull up, but no matter how far you swim, it's always the same distance away. And that voice, as you struggle against the water, that voice which had called you in the dark of the Goblin Cave calls again as if through a strong wind, like there's something fighting against the voice or a resistance of some kind. Althean, Iliad Althean, I have called. Will you answer? Call to me. Um, am I able to respond? You open your to mouth. Yeah, and try to shout, and bubbles just come out, and you feel water filling your lungs. And you hear the voice say again, Call to me. Speak, speak, speak. My, my, my. Name, name, name. Roll your will with advantage two. I mean to do two of these. Oh, you only have a <laughs> you have zero in will? Yeah, then you have to do know. two D20. No, I thought you had I something. Two. You have a two in will? Yeah. Okay, then you're rolling a D6, I think? Yeah. So two. roll three D6 and take the highest. Plus the D20, the squares. Oh. Six sides. <laughs> three oh. D6, don't do a D4. Three D6. It's <laughs> been a while. Like it's yeah. Roll all those. <laughs> He's bit. rested. Yeah. You know, I'm having a moment. <laughs> yes. Literally. So take the highest six. Oh, crud. All right. So 15. 15? All right. Perfect. I, I thought so too. <laughs> I thought Did my best. Thing. I said, oh, that's perfect. As you're struggling against the water and, and, and it's filling your lungs. 
everything starts to fade black. You know, it's slowly closing in on your eyes until everything goes black. The darkness slowly starts to fill your sight. And you almost can hear your heartbeat in, in your head. Everything goes dark. And in that darkness, just before you think it's the end, you hear a familiar lullaby. You feel as if a hole as large as a mountain opens beneath you and sucks that ocean water that's been pouring into your lungs and it sucks you in with it and you hopelessly fall hearing this song. Slowly, the darkness gives way to a sight of a small garden in the midst of jumbled homes. The sun is warm and bright with a greenish tint as it filters through the thick leaves. It filters through the thick leaves of a single oak tree you are attempting to climb. And you're seeing this through your eyes. But your child muscles are not quite strong enough to pull yourself up to the next branch. And as the humming ends, near to you, you turn to look back and you lose your grip and fall back into thin, strong arms. And you hear a voice, a voice you haven't heard in a long time, but you would never forget. Oh, gentle now that my sweet darling. I was wondering where you had run off to. Still trying to get higher up, eh? The dragon would be proud of you. But do be careful. Growing is not just about pushing farther. It's also about being wary of how far you could fall too. Hmm? You realize you cannot speak. You are only a witness of what has been. At the least, you can look into your mother's eyes once more. A gentle, pale blue, overwhelmingly loving. Um, gentle, pale blue eyes, overwhelmingly loving look into your own, and her shoulder-length sky-blue hair of a gentle but messy wave constantly falls in her face that has a cream complexion. Your da is waiting for us. We mustn't be late. So many need our help. You know that you speak in that moment, but you can't hear your young voice. Oh, but we must go, we starling. Not everyone is as strong and brave as ye are, and not many of us as blessed as we. Growing's not just about yourself. We must do what we can to help others grow. Your mother bends down and produces a pendant from under her gray tunic that has the symbol of the white dragon emblazoned. It's the dragon rising into the air, wings outstretched. But on this pendant, the pendant you now wear, made of brass, is etched with the image of a falcon, wings outstretched, similar to the dragon. Its posture, though, suggesting he's coming to rescue and to surround you with his wings. You remember who this is, me wee starling? 
He is a servant of the white dragon, just as we are. But he's very powerful and wise and older than you can imagine. Once again, you know you speak, but you can't hear yourself. I older even than the proctor, that's right. <laughs> he has served the dragon for a long time. And he's the one who protects the weak and the young, the helpless. Those who cannot begin their journey of growth alone call to him. And he lifts them up on his wings. He keeps them safe until they're ready to fly on their own. And he saved me when I was young and alone. So we serve him by doing as he. Do you remember his name? That's right. Tarion. Tarion the falcon. The one who lifts us up. There's another voice that you could never forget that calls from out of sight. Anessi, Anessi, Iliad, come, Servitor Megara will be wondering where we are. Come, my darling, Yada's calling. Let's sing my favorite song. Do you remember it? And as you walk away, it's as if the, uh, the image shifts from first person to third person and you see your young self holding your mother's hand and trying to sing along to the lullaby. And the darkness fills the memory. And as the lullaby keeps going, you hear that voice now speak without resistance. My call you have answered, though the dragon is afar. I, his servant, watch over you still. At the edge of my sight, dark clouds and an ill wind rise. Vows once made, my promises kept. What is owed must be fulfilled. Call again on me when your heart is still. And that's when you wake up. Still nighttime, bobbing in Ingrid's wagon, a toadstool smacks your face. <laughs> is, it a, is it an abrupt? Yeah. Lie, like... You don't sit up, it's just like awake. <clears throat> mm. It's as if all of a sudden you were put back there in that moment. Am I able to climb out of the, the wagon? Yeah, sure, it's moving pretty slow. So Akiro and Nori, you guys will notice. You guys. Akiro, you'll notice that uh, Iliad hops out of the back of the wagon. And turn towards Nori. Can we trust them? Are they good people? Yeah, I think so. I mean, all right, I'll be honest. I really only know Brick and not even that much, but I've got a thing about people. I know people. Didn't you say you were his father? Yeah, that doesn't mean I know him really well. <laughs> it's more of a figure of speech, right? I take care of the kid. Indeed. But, um, I got good vibes. Good vibes. Well, then I will trust your vibes. And I will trust them too. Good. It's always good to trust a gnome's vibes. Except the one in the cart that's asleep. Don't <laughs> trust anything she says. Are you well, all right. Only when she's talking about me, honestly. That's the only time she's a little off. 
you want to do anything, Iliad? I feel like I just wander out. I mean, am I able to see the stars, or are we in a yeah. forest? Uh, no, you guys are out on the main road. It's pretty open right now. So, and uh, pretty clear night, just a few wisps of clouds. Maybe there's, there's a cloud just passing over the moon, so you get that nice moonbow effect. Um, but the stars are, are shining. I feel like I just walk out and almost drop to one knee and whisper the name that I cannot Tarian. remember. <laughs> Tarian. Tarian. Yeah. Almost in expectation of something happening, mm -hmm. but more just to remind myself. Can I use perception, like look to see if there's something around me? What are you looking for? A symbol. Yeah, sure. Right, for some, I think he, gravitating towards something to remember the night by. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, roll perception. Or like almost like it's a, supposed to be a sign. Mm -hmm. Perception. I swear something happened with this. It doesn't look the same anymore. Yeah, all my dice things are gone. Are you not on I thought I had Iliad? perception something. I can pull them up if you need. I think I'm on Iliad. Anyways, all right. Well. Uh, I think you have a D8. D8. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh well. Oh, six. Six total? Yeah. As you're kneeling, you hear the flap of wings for a second. But when you look around, you don't see anything. Hmm. But you know you heard it. And you feel the coldness of that pendant. I was just going to say, I feel like I need to reach for it. Yeah, it's there. Okay. Can I study it? Is it glowing? No glowing. Just looks normal. But you can see. Go dust. Go dust. <laughs> I mean, not it's brass, but you <laughs> okay. could, you know. <laughs> no, not emitting anything. But it's there. You know it's there. I feel like it's just sitting there and kind of grasp the, the, the pendant. Just kind of... Roll perception from me, Eric Hero. Under his Mercury. breath is just like, I'm here. Okay. And then I slowly walk back to the... closer to the wagon. Nice. All right. Let's see what our Kiro gets, and then we'll move on to Brick. Uh, 25. Oh, yeah. You went just checking because you're on alert the whole time. Mm -hmm. You see Iliad pull out that pendant and you catch a flash of it and you, you see half of the falcon symbol. Um, and you, just because of how deep into the faith you are, you would, you would recognize that it's a very specific symbol. But roll learning with advantage or logic to see if you can remember what it is, because this is not a very popular saint of the faith. Oh, there's different. Uh, 10. 10. Um, yeah, I'll say you can get it on a 10. Uh, it, you remember it's, you don't remember the specific name, but you remember it's a lesser, lesser 
worshipped saint underneath the dragon, some being that um, uh, helps those who are weak. Uh, and that's why it's not so popular, because the dragon faith is all about personal growth and evolution and progress. He specifically is, uh, protects those who can't start the journey on their own. And his thing is that even the dragon needed help sometimes. The dragon didn't do everything alone. There were some people who always gave him a push to the next step. And that's kind of what this, you remember this demigod or saint representing. Okay, cool. And... We come to Brick. Brick, the, uh, that spicy curry's been sitting on your lips this whole time. Like, something about it, it almost looks like hurts in the back of your head. Uh, it's just been bugging you. And uh, as you kind of drift off to an uneasy sleep, um, that plaguing memory blips in your head again of that creature over you. And it's, it's not, you're not in the moment like before where you can hear the sound stuff. You're just playing it over and over again in your head. Roll me Will with advantage two. Will with advantage two. Um, so that is 15, 22. 22, very nice. As you're, you're mulling over that memory and trying to piece together whatever it is, that, that horrible image just ingrained into your brain, and it's like the only memory you have right now that you're hanging on to. Uh, maybe you drift off, drift off to sleep. You're not even sure, but in that... In that moment, you feel yourself falling again, like before, through that, that, that green, greenish-tinted fog and just falling. And that, that you try to reach out for that one image you got before, but you can't find it. And you, f you just focus really hard on that one, that creature in front of you. And all of a sudden, you feel like you're sitting in a chair and suddenly you look down and there's this, this bowl of food in front of you and you're sitting at some kind of bar sort of place uh, and you can barely, everything sounds muffled, you can barely hear what's going on. Um, I'm just gonna change this. Um, but you know you're eating and you can taste that curry flavor as you're eating whatever it is that's in this bowl, and you hear a voice, it almost sounds like it's right in your head, but it's friendly, and it says, how do you even like that stuff? It's disgusting. Read your line. How would you know? You don't even have any taste buds. As you say that, and you hear that come out of your voice, or you're, you hear that come out of your mouth, and you look up, and you see this humanoid figure that looks like the creature that attacked you, except he's perfectly smooth face, just kind of slits for nose, but it's not ripping apart, and his eyes seem normal for whatever he is. He has almost like dreads 
that are short to here, but it's slipped back and it looks like it's part of his skin. It's a strange reptilian type of coloring, uh, bright colors with mostly darkness here and these, these dark black eyes. And he's wearing this, this tight-fitting uh, military-esque uh, sort of outfit, all uh, grays with little blue stripes, and he has some kind of symbol that you don't recognize in the moment on his left breast. Uh, and he's sitting next to you, um, holding some kind of cup with a, some kind of straw, and in the moment you can't even process, he doesn't have a mouth, how is he doing that? And uh, all that you know happens immediately in your head, and he just says, but again, you hear that voice in your head. There's no mouth that moves, but his body's moving and he's looking at you and you, you just know it's coming from him. I don't get it, man. I, I don't get why you two like that stuff so much. It's, I might not have taste buds, but I can smell and it smells disgusting. You then hear to your left a female voice speak and as you turn to look, you're ripped out of that and you're back in that space or in that, that strange place with all the metal around you and there's sparks going off, but this time there's alarms reeling and you see that same humanoid creature next to you. Um, and, sorry, I'm trying to get that together. Uh, the alarm's going off, and he's sitting next to you and he's like holding his hands to his head. And that's when you notice he has like kind of claw-like nails and only four fingers. And he's just like, Commander, I don't know what we're gonna do. I can feel it in my head. And again, no mouth. You're just hearing it in, his, in your head and you know it's him speaking. We failed. We failed from the beginning. What are we gonna do, Commander? What are we gonna do, Commander? Commander! And all of a sudden, it turns to Ajax. Commander, Commander, wake up. Some, your brainwaves are erratic. And you're back in Ingrid's wagon, lying on the floor. What happened? Are you all right? Uh, fine. <laughs> My readings say otherwise. Also, I may be artificial, but I am intelligent. Is my helmet on or, on or off? It's off right now. You'd probably sleep with it off, right? Well, it depends on where I would be, but I would think. In Ingrid's wagon? It's up to you. It could be on. Um, I'm going to sit up and put it on. Okay. <laughs> Private talk, then? Shut up. I want to think. And can I can I roll perception on my own mind? Hmm. Um. What are you looking for? What's the goal? I want to pull back whatever was just happening, and think about it. Okay. I would say either learning, or I'd let you roll presence as like luck. As okay. well. Then I'll do presents. Explode, um, right? Explode. Yes. The Matt Ryan's math face. Twenty. Twenty. Okay, yeah. 
you've got those, those two moments that you remember, they're locked. You have them back. And you can revisit them. Are you looking for any specific details about it? So Ajax was in this memory. No, it was like the other creature w was saying, Commander, Commander, over again, and then it turned into Ajax's okay. voice saying as he woke, woke you up. Have I, have I ever had any friends? Well, unfortunately, uh, I don't have the logs for whoever else was on the mission, whatever that was. Most of that is either corrupted, damaged, or lost. Even so, I don't know if I could exactly answer that. It seems... I mean, I could tell you who you worked with normally. Of course, I don't have access to any of that right now. Who and what was I commander of? Well, I don't even know who you are, to be honest. But if you're wearing this suit and you're authorized to wear this suit, you're at least lieutenant commander in the JDAR uh, naval force. So you would probably be head of research and development or possibly based on what should be your tactical abilities and uh, the different augmentations I can detect within your, your physical body, you're, you're probably one of the uh, test pilots. Test pilot, okay. If not more, you, you could be one. Most likely, you were the one the scientists sent to test out theories, to find new places. Fast, okay, quiet, quiet. And I'm gonna get, can I get off the, <laughs> what I can do? Yep, okay. <laughs> Akira, yep. you notice, especially when Brick gets out, the whole wagon kind of drunk, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe, hard not to notice. Nori's a little bit closer to your height level. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I'm gonna take take the helmet off. Um, twenty six. What are you looking for? That is the second person <laughs> to come off that wagon <laughs> in a heightened, frustrated state. <laughs> yes. I'm looking to see if there's anything wrong with them, <laughs> okay. or if they notice something maybe in our surroundings that that I don't notice. Okay. Right, so like, yeah. like, because they've obviously traveled together, they might have have heard or knows they like they can, they know how each other works. I'm, I can, yeah, I can at least see that tactical. Um, what do I want to say? Appraisal of the situation. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's just a drug deal, guys. I, mean, <laughs> I placed him. He picks him up. Do, do I to see each other? <laughs> like you're the only people in the group. Okay. All right. Didn't think about that one. Smoking the toadstools. Do I see We're Elliot? Or am really I not, not obvious. Making your I would. I would leave that up to you. You could see him because he's just walking along, probably on the other side from our hero. So we'll say our hero's on the right side of the wagon, walking up next to Nori. Iliad's kind of toward the back, to the left side. Who's he seeing? He's wondering if he sees you. Oh. Yeah, but I'm already back. Oh, that's right. You hopped back in. Yeah, I got back in. Yeah. Um, I may have been asleep already.
it could be up to you guys if as Iliad's getting out or getting back in, you're getting out. Or do you guys, how, how would you like it? Story narratively. How well, would you we're like both it? at the same time looking up at the stars and, and just off, off in the distance we see each other. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> you too, huh? <laughs> them, them toadstools. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's then when you jump back in the, the wagon. Awesome. So you definitely heard that. Yep. <laughs> you can take it as you will. The other thing is with that 26, you, so you guys are walking um, on the main road, which is pretty well maintained uh, uh, kind of path. Dirt, not cobbled or anything, but it's well maintained. And um, the, the trees have been cut back away from it. It's open to the right, open plains, kind of hilly land. To the left is more forest, where the forest starts. And um, you hear also that sound of flapping of wings. And you catch a bird, just a bird, fly away. Um, it looked like falcon or eagle, something like that. Uh, you definitely see that doesn't really stand out to you as anything terrible or anything, but you catch that. Um, and then you also hear Brick talking to himself. He keeps saying, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brick, do you want to do anything else? Um, I think I wanted to look up at the stars. Okay. and just try to think about whatever I had just seen okay. and experienced and try to like recount it somehow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you want to leave it there or do you want anything else? Are you looking for anything else? I don't think there's anything, anything for me to get. Yeah. Just leave him musing. So Brick will keep walking. Maybe a little ways back, looking up at the stars for a while. Our hero waits. Doesn't seem like anyone else is hopping out of the cart for the rest of the night. <laughs> um, and I think we've gone long here, so we'll, we'll do our uh, traveling rolls in the next episode. And we'll see what happens. We have had some terrible technological issues. <laughs> we will never shoot without Phil again. I don't know what is happening. That's what happens when you miss a day. This is what happens. Except nothing's happening to him. He's having a great time. <laughs> Where is he? Cape Cod. Cape Cod. <laughs> Jerk. I know. Unbelievable. I mean, I love you, but, but Phil, help. Let's do it. So, you guys, I apologize. Uh, hopefully, you still enjoy the audio. That, I believe, is still doing good. Um, so... We'll have pictures of the characters up. You've probably already seen it since this will be the end of the episode, but we'll, I put pictures of the characters up in their slots when the camera stopped working, and um, I'm not sure actually at this moment. So future me while you're watching this, how'd it go? Because some of them were shooting in different FPS. Anyway. You um, out the gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we have enough time, we can resync it with like sock puppets or something. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Thank goodness. It's only like a lot of, we had a lot of talking this time. I mean, good yeah. storytelling and yeah. stuff. But just, you know, yeah. It'd be great. It'd be awesome. And you could just 
do it once and then put on repeat. Yeah, he has just decided to loop it. He has some Torin oh socks for Nori. There you go. <laughs> a little mini one. Perfect. Perfect. Anyways, hopefully you guys enjoy it. We'll see how the next two episodes go. And uh, check out OpenLegendRPG.com. It's really fun to play even when everything goes wrong. HeroMuster.com for some great tools. Check out the links in our descriptions below for all the awesome music ambience and soundscapes we use. And uh, Interplanar Crossroads on YouTube, as well as Great Mustache is running a show on uh, Greyhawk. Uh, the Greyhawk channel will have both of those links in the description as well for more Open Legend actual play. And uh, if we don't all die of heat or technological failure, we'll see you next week. This has been another fantastical episode of the Bomb Squad Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for the music and ambience that we use and thank you so very much for joining the adventure and we will see you next time when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.